I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. What we're talking about today is metabolism, and this is a question I get all day, every day. Dr. Joe, what can I do to get my metabolism up? I have slow metabolism. Again, most likely you don't have a slow metabolism. Now, as you get older, if you have certain diseases, this can affect your metabolism. We're going to talk about that later on in, in, in this portion of the show. So there are things that you may be doing or you may have that slows your metabolism. If that's the case, you got to work a little harder than everybody else. But when it comes to weight gain, it's not that you're fat, you're toxic. So when I teach my weight loss seminars, I'll say, listen, if you're overweight, it's because you have too much junk in your body. It's really hard to gain weight if you're eating right. Because when you're hungry, you're not hungry for food, you're hungry for nutrition. And if you're giving the body the proper nutrition, you're going to eat a lot less food. And I've been lecturing now 35, 40 years almost. And people come to me all the time and say, Dr. Joe, you were right. I didn't believe you. I didn't think that if I started eating things like salads and broccoli and cucumbers and tomatoes and avocados that I'd feel full. And after a few days, you feel full and you feel happy. Because the problem is if you're eating junk food, it's sending messages to the brain and saying, yeah, that was plenty of calories, but it wasn't what I wanted. I need nutrition. So then you get hungry again. And then you eat more. And so you're eating more, puts on fat, fat causes the body to release estrogen, estrogen slows you down, and you don't have the energy to get up and move around. So there's a lot, there's a cycle that goes on for every person that's overweight. And you just need to break that cycle. You have to eat anyway, you might as well eat good food. So you can eat a huge salad and not have a problem. You could eat a small hamburger and have a problem. So it's not the volume of the food, it's the quality of the food. And once, again, once you start eating better, you're going to eat less food. And you'll save a ton of money. I hear this all the time from my patients uh, and my listeners, because we have patients from all over the world, listeners, that get our supplements. They say, Dr. Joe, once I started taking super green, essential source, adrenal support, vitamin D, I felt so much better that I'm eating so much less food. So you can do this. So one of the problems, we talk about metabolism, is we said earlier, you're not eating enough food. Now, yes, the only way to drop weight is by burning calories, of course, consuming less than you put in. But that doesn't mean you should be depriving yourself of food. In an attempt for a quick, noticeable weight loss, many people wrongfully believe that eating as few calories as possible is the best solution. Not only can this lead to numerous nutritional deficiencies, as the body is getting less food overall, it can actually have an opposite effect on weight loss. When you take in too few calories, it forces your body into starvation mode, which causes your body to use muscle mass as fuel. Now, again, you have to really go into starvation mode for that, but it also decreases the rate of metabolism and the calories uh, you burn in order to conserve energy. Remember, when you're overweight, it's easier to lose weight because your body wants to burn. It has so much extra calories, it's willing to burn off whatever it needs to. As you get thinner, the body starts to say, wait a minute, I need to hang on to this. I don't think I want to do that. So again, it's the quality of the food that you're putting in your body is so important. And I always say the rules are, if you're going to eat animal products, which I wish you wouldn't, but if you're going to eat animal products organic only, that would be meat, butter, cheese, yogurt, eggs, ice cream, and you have to have something raw at every meal. Now, when I say raw, broccoli, cucumbers, tomatoes, avocados, salad, because raw food has something in it called enzymes. 
And enzymes are the secret nutrient that nobody talks about. Because you know about vitamin C and vitamin B and vitamin D. You know about all that. But you don't know about enzymes. Why is it that vitamin B and vitamin C and calcium, magnesium, and boron, if we put it in a bag and shook it up, all the nutrients that are in your body, all the chemicals that are in your body, and shook it up, it doesn't come alive. The reason you're alive is because enzymes are interacting with these chemicals, making them function. And as we get older, our enzyme levels drop dramatically. And that's part of the aging process. So a real simple thing you can do to turn back time and fight the aging process is have something raw at every meal. And I say raw, broccoli, cucumbers, tomatoes, avocados, something raw. I would prefer you have at least one raw meal a day. And that's a real simple meal. It's called a salad. So all you have to do is have a salad every day. And you can throw all sorts of veggies in there. Uh, if you don't know what kind of dressings to use, go to my website, drjoe.com. The first book I ever wrote was called Eating Right for the Health of It. First half of the book tells you how to change your diet. Second half of the book is recipes. Over, well over 200 recipes. It's a whole chapter on salad dressings in there. My favorite is a ginger salad dressing. It's, it's, on, it's in the website. It's, on, it's in the book, drjoe. Uh, it's on drjoe.com, eating right for the health of it. It's the name of the book. But I like that. I make a big batch of it. I'll use it forever, it seems. Really inexpensive to make because salad dressings are ridiculous. $5 for a little bottle. Come on. It costs 50 cents to make that. So why not make your own? You know what's in it. You know it's pure. It's really easy to make. I mean, anybody can do it. You don't have to be a chef or have skills. And then you have salad dressing, have your salad every day. What'll happen is you'll start to feel good and you'll have more energy and you'll eat a lot less food. Now, another trick you can do to help your metabolism is not only what you eat, but when you eat. If you eat calories in the morning, it's going to have less impact on your metabolism. It's going to actually burn faster than calories that you eat at night. So the exact same food, the exact same calories, the exact same activity level, you're more likely to put on weight if you eat it at night than if you eat it in the morning. So there's something you can do called intermittent fasting. Now, I love intermittent fasting, and I do it probably about twice a week. And what I do is I'll have lunch, and then I'll you know, see patients or do shows or whatever it is. And then in the evening, if I have no plans, I usually don't eat by myself. I don't mind eating by myself. I love eating by myself, actually. But if I'm by myself, I then say, I'm going to skip dinner tonight. And I'll go out, I'll go shopping, maybe go for a walk, maybe do some housework, and I get hungry. But here's the thing with hunger. Sierra, one of my producers, taught me this a long time ago. It's okay to be hungry. It's not a bad thing to feel hunger. It's not going to hurt you. So if you start skipping dinner once or twice a week or more, you'll be amazed how your metabolism increases. So cutting back on your food, not just what you eat, but when you eat, is going to have a dramatic impact on your metabolism. Other problems that you're doing to mess with your metabolism. How about your best friends with your local bartender? It's time to find another way to relax and unwind after a stressful day at work. I knew a gal once and she innocently had a glass, I know a lot of people like this, but innocently had a glass of wine on the weekends and then she started having it every day and then when she come home from work, I just like to unwind, I just like to unwind. That becomes a problem. If you need alcohol to unwind, something's wrong. You can do other things. You can meditate, eat right, get exercise, get chiropractic care. Chiropractic care reduces a lot of stress, massages, uh, hang out with friends, go for walks, exercise. There's so many things you can do aside from having to go for that glass of wine. So while drinking in moderation might not be that big of an issue, when you make it a habit, it can slow down your metabolic rate. Why is this? Here's the chemical reason why. When a person drinks acetaldehyde, that's a highly toxic substance it's formed when alcohol is metabolized. I did a show on alcohol not long ago on the website, drjoe.com. 
did a whole hour or two on alcohol you could learn there. The body spends time trying to detoxify itself from this acetaldehyde rather than burning calories. Now, researchers found that boozing it up can decrease your body's fat-burning ability by 73%. That's crazy. Even worse, drinking alcohol can impair your protein synthesis and anabolic, which is anabolic is building up muscle, and it can affect your hormones, which can stifle uh, your tone-up goals. It's another reason why alcohol is one of my seven deadly sins, but it can really slow down your metabolism. And that became an issue. So then she stopped eating, this one girl particularly I'm talking about. She stopped eating during the day. She just had salad. So she's eating well, but she was afraid to eat any more food because she couldn't lose the weight. And, you know, she was not young anymore. And so it became a big issue. And now when alcohol, when anything starts adversely affecting your life, your social life, your personal life, your business life, it's time to take a look at it and say, maybe it's not everybody else. Maybe it's me. Other things, you might be skimping on protein. Now, don't worry about protein too much. If you're eating a good plant-based diet, you're getting plenty of protein. Again, muscle is metabolically active. It's more metabolically active than fat. And that means muscles not only uh, makes you look toned, but also help you burn more calories. So whether you're working out or just lounging around watching TV, uh, while you do resistance training to build muscle, it's a good idea. So you can just sit down and watch TV and just move your arms, move your legs, lift your legs up and down. Uh, you know, before I get out of bed, I do some yoga stretches right in my bed. And that's wonderful. But you can lay on your back and raise one leg and just start lifting your hips up and start building up your muscles. So you don't have to hit the gym to build up muscles. You just have to stay active. Now, if you don't pair your gym time with consumption of enough protein, you might have a problem, but don't overdo it. People come to me all the time and say, Dr. Joe, I need more protein in my diet. And the answer almost always is no, you don't. Your body only needs about 8% of its total caloric intake as protein. Anything beyond that actually puts a strain on your liver and your kidneys. A steak is 17%. So that's way too much protein strain on your liver and your kidneys. So don't worry about too much protein. Just make sure you're getting enough to maintain your body weight and your body mass. Great sources of protein. Fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. What does a cow eat? What does a pig eat? What does an elephant eat? Well, pigs eat that meat too. But look at the biggest, strongest, longest living animals in the world. They eat a plant-based diet. So you can do very well on a plant-based diet. Uh, in fact, there's all sorts of documentaries out now on you know, athletes and training, right? Uh, so I might want to consider watching some of those to learn more about that. But if you go to our website, drjoe.com, uh, we did a show on protein. Just type protein in the search bar, hit enter, and you can listen to a whole show we did on protein. You're going to realize that you've been stressing for no reason whatsoever. Wouldn't it be nice to remove stress from your life? There's an easy way to do it. All right, other things that you may be doing that's adversely affecting uh, your metabolism. You go to bed late, you wake up early. Even if you're eating right and working out, being uh, uh, chronically sleep deprived may be the reason your metabolism is slowing down. A lack of sleep can cause several metabolic problems. It can cause you to burn fewer calories, lack of appetite control. When I'm tired, I want to eat. You experience an increase in cortisol levels which is a hormone that causes you to do what? Store fat. And where does the cortisol come from? Your adrenal glands. I take Dr. Joe's adrenal support every day because I'm, I live a very stressful life and I want to make sure I'm taking care of myself so I can deal and adapt to the stress. So take care of yourself and don't do these things that are going to adversely affect your metabolism. That's what we're talking about right now. Things that adversely affect your metabolism. <coughs> Excuse me, getting excited there. You sit all day. How many people do that? Desk jobs are making us fat. It's not just because those snacks around the office, which drives me nuts, 
When you sit all day at work, your body isn't engaging and using its muscles as much as it should, and as it should like if you're just walking around. Because we aren't using our bodies, we begin to lose muscle mass and our resting metabolism slows down. Uh, simply getting up from your chair and taking two minutes an hour can do the trick. So get up and move. When I do radio, when I do television, every show I do, I stand up. Some of my colleagues in radio sit down a lot. A lot of my TV colleagues sit down a lot. And I tell them, listen, just stand up. If you're on the air for an hour, two hours, three hours, that's amazing. That's a, like a workout. So get up and move. If you're at a desk, drink a lot of water. If you drink a lot of water, I'm going to cover how to make it even better than plain water in just a second. You got to get up and pee. So if you drink enough water, you got to get up and pee at least once an hour. And some of my tricks are if you work in an office building, go to the bathroom far away. Walk to the bathroom. Pee. Come back again. Drink more water again. So get the body in motion. Get a standing desk if you need to. Uh, get a job where you have to get moving. Listen, I want to go file. Instead of sitting down and finally stand up and whatever you have to do, get up and move. As a chiropractor, of course, we're moving all the time, taking care of our patients. So that's good for us. I do recommend you drink water, but if you drink just plain water, that's great. But if you're only drinking plain water, you could be missing out on some serious metabolic boosting benefits. I'm going to tell you a little secret thing you can add to your water to help your metabolism. And you get even more bang for your buck, warming up your water and steeping green tea in it. Researchers found that the leaf of the green tea is particularly efficient in blasting fat flab because of its concentration of catechins. It's a group of antioxidant compounds that adipose tissue uh, is actually burned up. Your metabolism is revved up by drinking green tea. And increasing the release of, of, of the flab from your fat cells when you drink it, it speeds up the liver's fat burning capabilities. So if you like drinking water, great. Support that 100%. You try some green tea. Now, green tea has a little bit of caffeine in it. If you're very sensitive to caffeine like I am, I can't do green tea. But if you're not, you can try green tea. And it's a good way to step down from coffee because coffee is one of the things you definitely want to cut out of your diet. So you go from coffee to mate, M-A-T-E, which is a type of tea that has matein, which is similar to caffeine, and then step down to black tea and then green tea. You can come off that coffee. And if you want to know how to get off your caffeine, it's in my book, Eating Right for the Health of It. Uh, we have a whole chapter on kicking the habit, how to get off your coffee. Other things you're doing that's adversely affecting your metabolism. You're constantly on edge, whether it's due to a traffic jam, your kids, uh, crazy schedules, huge project, do it work. Stress can be a huge weight on your shoulders, as well as the reason you're, pack, you're packing a huge amount of weight on your hips. According to research published in the Journal of Biological Psychiatry, stress can make the body metabolize food more slowly and can cause sleep disturbances, and like we said before, if you don't sleep well, your, met your metabolism suffers. Now, we've talked about stress many times on many shows. There are three types I want you to address, chemical, physical, and emotional. Chemical stress is what you eat. In a nutshell, cut out the seven deadly sins, alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. Eat more fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Take the proper supplements. At least you want to take Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. They're on the website, drjoe.com. In the winter, you have to take vitamin D. You're not getting enough sunlight. If you're not living on the equator, you're not getting enough sunlight. So Dr. Joe's vitamin D, take that every day in the winter. Adrenal support if you're under stress. B vitamins if you're under stress. So that's the chemical. Physically, if you have pain, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, that causes the release of cortisol and other stress hormones that can slow down your metabolism. Because when your body's under stress, it, it, it thinks it's, being under, it's, being, it's, it's under attack. And so what does the body do? It's trying to save calories to fight in the future. It doesn't know when this stress is going to go away. Physical stress, the body acts the same way. 
So if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, the most effective, least expensive treatment for pain, by far, chiropractic care. I can't imagine why if you have pain, you wouldn't go to a chiropractor first. It's, I, in most cases, it's a very wrong decision not to. Now, if you lose bowel control, bladder control, uh, muscle, your muscle, your leg drops, yeah, you might want to consider an MRI and maybe surgery for that. You might not need it, you might. But chiropractic care, the biggest complaint I get, been in practice 36 years, why didn't I do this sooner? Why did I waste so much time and money and energy? It's kind of silly. So that'll help the chemical and the physical stress. That'll help the body deal with the emotional stress, which will then lower the cortisol levels and help rev up your metabolism. So a lot of the metabolism issues you may have is because of what you're eating and exposing yourself to and because you're in pain. Those two are usually pretty easy to fix. So if you want to come see us, you can go to our website, drjoe.com, and make an appointment to come see us. We'd love to be your doctors. Other things that you're doing that can adversely affect your, your metabolism. You nap too much. While taking a nap once in a while is fine, you want to do it for about maybe 10 minutes a day, no more than 20 minutes a day. Right around 2 o'clock in the afternoon is the best time. If you're sleeping too much, it can slow down your metabolism. University of Colorado at Boulder researchers found that people burned 52 to 59 fewer calories when they slept during the day than, when, than, uh, than they did trying to catch their Z's in the evening. So it's better to sleep at night. Researchers believe that messing up the metabolism is likely because the flip-flop sleep schedule messes with your natural circadian rhythms. The body's internal clock plays a major role in metabolism. Like I said, food eaten in the morning is burned up better, more efficiently than food eaten at night. So you have a cycle in your body, and when you mess that up, the body doesn't know what to do. Another problem that can mess your metabolism, you're following a very strict low-carb diet. I am not a fan of these high-fat or high-protein diets. Now, low-carb diets are more effective in the short term for weight loss than low-fat diets, uh, but it doesn't mean you should take it to the extreme. Carbs actually help your body metabolize protein and use it to build muscle because they're sources of energy. Without carbs, your body, your muscles can't grow properly. And with less muscle mass, you burn less calories. Now, that's not all. Your muscles can be starved of energy. You won't be able to exercise as intensely as you'd like to. And that means fewer calories burned while you're active. So I'm not a fan of these high protein or high fat diets. If you're going to do them, no more than two months at a time. You can do it, lose the weight. But then when you go back, don't start eating cookies and cakes and donuts and pastas. It, diets never work. Diets, by definition, are short term. Lifestyles work forever. Don't eat bad foods. I'm a vegan. I don't eat any animal products. One of the reasons I do that, when I first started doing this years ago, I had trouble with my weight. And so I realized that a lot of junk foods have eggs or milk or dairy in them. So I said, okay, I'm going to cut that out of my diet so I can't eat them. And that's when I was able to maintain my weight. So one of the reasons I don't eat animal products is because if I did, I'd be tempted to eat cookies and cakes and donuts and pasta. So <clears throat> another thing we talked about, you snack on chips instead of things like nuts or vegetables. Chips are a standard snack, but if you're a, it's your go-to that might be dampening your, meta your, metabol your metabolic efficiency. Chip chips are largely devoid of nutrients, and they give nothing to your hungry body except something to chew on. Once they get in your body, the body, the brain says, wait a minute, those were calories, and I appreciate that, but it's not nutrients. So then you get hungry right away again. So instead of stack that snack on a handful of nuts, maybe just two handfuls maximum, because they can put on weight, uh, polyunsaturated fats found in things like walnuts have been found to enhance the activity of certain genes that control fat burning. 
meaning that those nutty snackers may burn more calories throughout the day than one who grabs a typical low-calorie snack. You can snack on Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. A lot of people tell me that, that they'll say, Dr. Joe, when, I, when I'm hungry, I need a snack. I'll have Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source, and I'm, I feel great. And many people even take that as their breakfast. So they'll have that for breakfast. They'll have a big lunch. They'll have a small dinner, and they maintain their weight. I know there's uh, a lot of actors. We're in Atlanta now, which, of course, is the new Hollywood. So a lot of actors, a lot of people that have to maintain their weight look exactly the same over periods of time. They'll do that. So it's a, it's a fun little thing you can do, and you're giving body nutrients. And it's really inexpensive, a whole lot less expensive than food, too. Other things that could be a problem why your metabolism is messed up. You work out, but you don't refuel. You may not feel hungry after sweating it out, but it doesn't mean you don't have to have a snack. If you're pumping iron, it's meant to help your muscles grow. But to do that, the body breaks down muscle fibers fast. So after you break down muscle fibers, your body repairs and replaces those damaged fibers with new ones. The stronger muscle protein strands form, and the body, it needs fuel. Now, here's the rule on what to eat. So eating the right mix of nutrients within an hour after you finish your workout can help. But I want you to understand this. You cannot eat sugar. If you eat sugar after a workout, it slows down your production of human growth hormones. So no carbs. If you're going to have a snack, only fats or proteins after a workout. If you work out on an empty stomach, better still. Because if you're going to work out, you want to use what's called the sympathetic nerves in the body. Sympathetic nerves speed you up. Parasympathetic nerves slow you down. So if you're stuck in a parasympathetic mode, you may not be burning the, the right calories and your metabolism slows down. So if you could work out on an empty stomach and then either wait an hour or two after you work out, or if you want to eat, make sure it's a fat or a protein, but no carbs and no, certainly no sugars, like these sports drinks, ugh, drives me nuts, stupid, stupid, stupid. Your body's going to be more effective. It's going to produce the human growth hormone and be much more effective in increasing your metabolism and building muscle mass. Other things that can affect your, your, digest, your uh, metabolism is your probiotics. The good bacteria and probiotic foods can actually improve your immune system. 70% of your immune system is in your gut, and that's where a lot of probiotics are. And that can increase your fat burning and ramp up your metabolism. There was a 2015 review published in Diabetes and Metabolism Journal, and it showed this. Now, where do we get probiotics from? Dr. Joe's Super Greens. There it is again. Dr. Joe's Essential Source. And we have a supplement called Dr. Joe's Probiotics. Here's the thing. Fat people have different bacteria in their colon than skinny people. And one of the things they're doing now, this is actually a real thing, is they're doing fecal transplants. They're taking the bacteria and fecal matter out of skinny people and implanting it in fat people's colon to recolonize their colon with some skinny probiotics to make the body burn fat more efficiently. So the fatter you get, it actually alters the metabolism, but it alters the bacteria in your colon, which then alters your metabolism. Holy cow. It's crazy, isn't it? So I'd rather you just take Super Green Central Source and probiotics. A little less dramatic than having a fecal transplant, I think. Now, there's also something called prebiotics. You might not know about prebiotics. Prebiotics, in order for the, the way they work, in order for the good gut bacteria to live, the prebiotics feed the probiotics. To do their job properly, they need a source of fuel. The probiotics have to eat something. So unfortunately, many Americans aren't eating the foods that contain prebiotics, and that happens to be fiber. Where does fiber come from? Plants. So you're eating a lot of refined carbohydrates that have had their nutrients and fiber stripped from them, and fewer high-fiber foods in most people's diets 
not a good thing. And so you got to eat those plants to get the fiber, which is going to give you prebiotics, which is going to feed the probiotics, which is going to help your metabolism. Another reason to eat more plants in your diet. And we're almost out of time. I got to cover this too. You got to get more sunlight. You got to get more vitamin D. Vitamin D in the body is used for so many different things. It's used for brain health. It's used for immune system. Uh, it's used for bone growth. And it's also used for metabolism. So if you don't get out in the sun much or if you have an indoor job or certainly if it's winter, I recommend taking Dr. Joe's uh, uh, vitamin D. It's on the website, drjoe.com. I take five drops a day. That's 5,000 international units. So vitamin D, unless it's summer and you're outside a lot, Super Green is an essential source. That's the starting point for everything. Probiotics, if you're not eating a lot of plant foods, because you got to get those good bacteria into the colon again. And if you have neck pain or back pain or shoulder pain, that's putting such a stress on your body. Aside from being uncomfortable, it has a physiological uh, effect on the body. So if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, if you're ready to get well, go to my website, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. You can order supplements there. If you're in the Atlanta area, come by and pick them up. It's going to save your shipping. We'd love to meet you too. And we have offices in Marietta, uh, Stockbridge, Duluth, and West Cobb. If you have any questions, send them to me through the website, drjoe.com. Uh, we have over 1,000 hours of podcasts on the website, drjoe.com. Tell your smart speaker, play Dr. Joe for the health of it. That's the name of our podcast, Dr. Joe for the health of it. There's so much information, and we want to be your source of information. We want to get you well and keep you well. So if you want to make an appointment, get the supplements, contact us. Go to website, drjoe.com. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on the WSB Radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.